Let's get ready to go to the drive-in Friday, August the 14th, because Bert Kreischer is going to be at the South Drive-In. Bert's with us. What's up, buddy? What's up, uh, big boy? That, that sounded like 1950s radio. Let's get ready to go to the drive-in. All right. <laughs> Let's all go to the drive-in. Is, is, before your show, is there going to be a dancing hot dog chasing a dancing soda cup? I wish. I wish. I, let me tell you something. There is a part of this of, that is, is full-blown Americana, like old right. school throwback, Pony Boy Curtis meeting Terry Valance for the first time moments. I'm I, telling you. I love it. Yeah, remember the uh, snack bar? We're talking with Burt Kreischer, and you have a comedy tour that's doing nothing but drive-ins and going to be here in Columbus on Friday, August the 14th at the South Drive-In. Two shows, 8.30 and 11. Have you done one of these drive-in shows yet, and how did it go? What can we expect? Uh, so I did. I, I I came up with the idea on March seventeenth when my special Hey Big Boy dropped. Called my agent and I said, "Get me drive-in movie theaters." And it was not a thing. Like no one was doing it. He organized it, set it up. It is amazing. I did a run of six shows to see if I liked it, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Look, obviously, it's not stand-up. It's not a theater. It, I mean, it's stand-up. It's not a theater. It's not a comedy club. It's different. It's it's a different experience. And I would argue. A once-in-a-lifetime experience. Show starts at like 8, 30, 9 o'clock, right? Doors open at 7. So people roll in at 7, start setting up their tailgate. They're smoking meats. They're drinking beers. They, they pull out the couch out of the back of the flatbed truck. Yeah. They've got inflatable mattresses. They're doing cornhole. And here's what's great. You can stay totally socially distant if you want. You don't have to get out of your car. You can wear a mask. Everyone respects everyone's space. You see a beautiful sunset. You are perfectly buzzed. Two amazing comedians go on, then I come on. It's an amazing night. I, and then we do a meet and greet. As the show's over, you get a standing ovation. Everyone flicks their high beams and honks their horns. I get in the back of a golf cart like an oversized golf bag. And as everyone exits traffic, I say hello and thank you. It is it is, it is, a, it is a, <laughs> an experience I loved. Oh, but, that's but great. Can I shove people in my trunk or hide a blanket over someone to get them in? I would pray to God you would do that. Put it on social media and tag me. I would love that. So, Bert, I'm trying to picture logistically. So they put a big stage up in front of the screen. So we travel. It's not a cash grab. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. We travel with three tour buses. We have a full crew of people that work for uh, for us that shoot a three-camera show. We travel with our own stage. So we put a stage up in front of the screen. The screen usually okay. is about... 90 feet by 90 feet. And so we threw a, a huge stage up that's up. You can see us from all the cars. You can see me on stage. But more importantly, we have a three-camera shoot that's shooting and editing practically a, a live special on the big screen, and all the audio feeds fed in through the FM radio. It really is. Wow. It's worth, it's worth the dollar. Knowing my luck, I'd get the, the speaker that doesn't work. I'm, well, oddly enough, well, you can your radio. hear me. You can actually oh, okay. hear me pretty clear through the speakers on stage. I think, but it goes all through the radios. Everyone, I mean, it's been a great, great. Like I, I did a run of it, and it was a way for me to stay completely zero contact, 100 percent safe, and offer my fans a way to be totally safe and be responsible if they choose to be. You know, look, everyone's an American. You're going to live your own life. But I just wanted to give you the offer, you know, as opposed yeah. to going to the club and saying, let's take some tables out, whatever, you know. And I'm looking at the uh, tour. Who knew there were that many drive-ins left? Jeez. Uh, I definitely did. I did the research. Man. <laughs>
That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. Are they mostly in rural areas? They got to yeah, be. Usually they're just outside the city. Yeah. And look, I, I mean, I don't know if you heard, but like uh, Jeff Tweedy from Wilco just announced a drive-in comedy tour, a drive-in uh, tour for music. Like all the bands are doing it now. A lot of comics with Jim Gaffigan's doing a tour. It really is a different way to see comedy. And look, in this weird time that we're living in, why not treat yourself and do something that you're going to go, holy crap, remember the time we saw Burt Kreischer at a drive-in movie theater? Yeah. I guarantee you there are people listening to the show right now going, do you remember the time we saw Burt Kreischer on St. Patty's Day at 10 in the morning and got all day drunk? <laughs> you never forget those once-in-a-lifetime yeah. moments. Yeah. You should have, I don't know if you've experienced <laughs> this in, you know, when you were doing Club to Club, but people could actually literally go in a van and follow you across country. Do you have people that follow you across country to see your show like in 10 different cities in the same tour? Oh, I would love that. That is, you know what? You just planted a seed because I'm in a tour bus. I can get the caravan rolling. Yeah. I would love that. Maybe you me and Jerry be, can just. be a bunch of dudes who make their own bacon. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, unshowered, <laughs> B.O. Unshowered, hairy, big ears. Yeah. My wife left me. I thought I'd just follow you. They're kind of like the comedy juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I, I, I saw Bert on Twitter. That uh, I, I just saw your tweet. I got stoned for the first time. What was that Saturday night? And it was great. So what? What you just? How long was it between you getting high? Uh, it was. I can actually tell you almost exactly. I think it was. It was March. No, no, no. The oh, the last time I got high was the last time I did Rogan. So whatever day that was with Rogan, I got like I think probably March twentieth. Mm-hmm. I got high with Rogan, and so it's been like a few months, and I haven't gotten high. And we went on a camping trip with my daughters with a, another family of our, fr- our friends. And me and the mom from the other family and my wife and her husband were out there, but we got high. And then our, our spouses went inside and we listened to um, Pink Floyd, Under the Stars, in Arizona at Lake Havasu. And it wow. was, I mean, I was communicating with extraterrestrials and like, understanding them it was awesome that's a beautiful memory you're making the most out of this whole quarantine i did that tour with we did that run of shows that's those six shows on the tour bus came back socially distanced totally safe took covid tests all came back negative and as soon as that happened my daughters were like yo hey big boy we're doing the exact same thing they're like get a winnebago you're taking us somewhere you know how to do this right you can keep us safe yeah. Summer. So we went to Lake Havasu. I mean, the hotbed of COVID right now is Arizona. Went to Lake Havasu, had a blast, stayed socially distant, stayed in a boat, went to sandbars. It was amazing. Yeah, it's a cool time. You know who lives up there? Who? Mike Anthony from Van Halen, or at least he did last time I talked to him 15 years ago. Dude, it is gorgeous. <laughs> I've it never was, done. It was 114 making dinner on a grill every night. But I'm sure, yeah. I've never done Havasu, but I did Lake Powell. Aren't they connected? Uh, Lake Powell. Is a hundred times better than Havasu. A hundred times better. Lake Powell is absolutely my favorite lake. You cannot get a houseboat on that lake anymore. Yeah, it's hard to do, right? Yeah. It's hard to get a boat on that lake. That lake is is the most beautiful place I've ever, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in the world. Hey, Bert, so uh, yesterday it came down. Pretty much everywhere in Columbus we're doing remote learning, you know, where kids are in virtual school. Yeah. Who is, are your kids doing virtual school? And I'm assuming your mom's the go-to, like, parent and daddy sleeping with the teacher. Your your wife. Yeah, your wife. Yeah. I, the only thing I've, my daughter has, has not learned anything. Neither of my daughters yeah. have learned anything. 
This whole time has been a wash. They are they are virtually learning, I guess, technically learning. Yeah. The only thing my daughter said to me the other day, I said, we were talking about the states, and she goes, we were talking, we were driving to Arizona, and she goes, we're not going through Texas, are we? And I said, why? <laughs> why? And she goes, she goes, I've learned a lot about Texas recently. And I thought it was from school. I go, like what? She goes, you know you can still hit a woman in Texas? I go, no, you can't. <laughs> I go, you definitely can. She goes, Mama, I got sweaty legs. And then my, my wife goes, oh, she watched uh, Urban Cowboy. <laughs> You're driving from L.A. to Arizona, and your daughter says, are we going through Texas? Yeah. Are we going to go through Texas? She may want yeah, to take gonna, geography again, right? Yeah, we're going to cut through Texas where you can hit a woman because i got some issues with your mom. Oh, that's great. Hey, uh, how was last time we talked to you? You were in good shape. I've gained 20 pounds during this. Jerry's gained a little weight. How are you on the uh, weight during this covid thing i was good until we went on tour and did those running dates and then i just we have a thing called sneeze nice snackers at the end of the night mm. where we all get wasted and then take whatever leftovers and combine them into sandwiches i like that and i gained all my weight back immediately within like with immediately gained all my weight back and now i'm trying to lose it because we're starting this new tour and i do a tv show and like like uh, it at 12 days after the tour i start a tv show so i gotta be skinny what is yeah. it? What's the TV show? I can't talk about it. It's 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 fun. It shoots for like a month in Atlanta or like Macon. It's it's going to be. Well, you go. I mean, if you read the trades, I'm sure you could find it. Okay. But I can't talk about it. It's it's, okay. it's going to be awesome. And you've sta- You've really done a great job of staying busy. You still got all your podcasts. I know you co-host a lot of radio and internet shows and everything else. Are you still doing the Bill Burr uh, show? Me and Burr still got Bill Burt. Um, we just did. A, we just released an episode that came out like midnight last night, and uh, we have guests on sometimes and sometimes we don't. And then me and Segura got two bears one cave, right, and right. then me and Segura starting a new podcast with Warren Sapp called Two Bears One Sap, where we do we talk Monday morning about football. Wow. Hey, Jerry, I'm looking up the show here. It says Bert Kreischer reality show is a male gigolo. Wow. Ah, in, in Macon, Georgia. In Macon, Georgia. <laughs> I like it. The best, part, the best part of these drive-in movie theaters is like, you know you get this. It, it ultimately is. You drive around at the end, and you get in the golf cart, you do a meet and greet, and everyone's socially different, every distance, everyone's in their car, but inevitably, always hot chicks pop out of the sunroofs and flash you, and you're like, ah, like, I'm a married man. I love my wife. My wife has the best body to me in the world the only thing better is what i've never seen before <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what burke can you hold yeah, on just hang a, little out a bit? second all right yeah, of course all i right. don't want this to end. all right we're coming back we'll do a little traffic <laughs> four minute break and more burke kreischer and we'll tell you where he's playing at columbus next all right here we go in three two and one uh, Burt Kreischer hanging on hold with us. He's going to be here August the 14th, South Drive-In. And by the way, there's two shows. There's one at 8.30 and 11. And I would have to assume, Burt, the 11 o'clock show, it will be very uh, energetic. Uh, it, it should be. You know, I have anyone that's seen me perform knows that those late shows get out of control. Yes. Those are the ones where I tell the secrets where I get in trouble. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I see you're only doing two shows in Kansas City on the 11th and then here in Columbus. Is that just because we're a hotbed of uh, Chrysler fans? No, you know what it is? What? is you guys got a good drive-in. Like, that's usually, <laughs> that's usually like the good drive-ins are where you do two shows because people know about the drive-in and they're like, oh, yeah. But, you know, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio has always been, 
I guess you can't say Columbus anymore. I guess you got to say C word. Anyway, the <laughs> you can you can say the C word on our show, Bert. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> you can't, they're they're trying to take Columbus away, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with all my Columbus shirts? My wife like that looks like a hate crime. I go, it's not. It's from homage. They're good shirts. <laughs> so um, yeah, Columbus has always been like a home to me. Dave Stroop's been like like uh, like a like like a big brother. He's brought me in so many times. Columbus, Ohio is where I first told the machine story on stage. Yeah. And 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 the guy sat in the front row and was like, bro, he had heard me on Rogan. He goes, bro, we know it's not going to be good, but you got to do it to get it good, man. We'll fake laugh. I was like, this is my home. Yeah, yeah no yeah. doubt. And if you think about it, because uh, the Funny Bones, uh, they're back open. We yep. talked to uh, Pat McGann up in Chicago. He said Zany's open, but with only a third of the audience, and they have to wear masks. So what does that do to the, the, the whole key is the whole purpose is to get the laughter back, and now they're muffled, and it's a third. Yeah, it's, I'm with you. I, I think just try throw everything against the wall and try new stuff. I think drive-ins, right whatever out, drive-ins, virtual, whatever. Try it all. Might as well. It's like, why not? We're in a time where you're, no one's going to fault you for taking a, taking a swing, right? Yeah. So why not throw it out? Look, I've done some clubs. They're fun at half capacity. They are still really fun. Like, really fun. They're not as fun as sold out, obviously. It's not as fun when they're socially distanced. It's awkward that they got to take people's temperatures and the people have to wear masks. But, you know... I, that's why I started doing these drive-ins because I was like, I was like, I, I don't know. I, personally, I'm just saying me. I'm not saying like anyone listening, but like personally, I would not feel comfortable going into a comedy club, sitting at a table, and maybe having people too close to me. I, I would be overthinking it. I was like, I want yeah. an option where I can go, have fun, be comfortable, do what I want to do. Like if I want to stay in the car, great. If I want to get out of the car, great. If I want to wear a mask, that's these are all my decisions. And so I wanted to provide something, offer something. To the people in Columbus where I go, like, look, I, you, I, I'm not making a ton of money on this. This is basically a payback of, like, I know we've all been in our house since March. You want to get out. You want to do stuff, but you want to stay safe. You got older. Your parents are in their 70s. This is that option. That's yeah. for me. That's the way I look at it. You could take someone's temperature yourself anally. <laughs> I've done that before, and I'm telling you, I think I did it wrong. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Bert, do you have a plan now? That 11 o'clock show, I, I'm sure it's going uh, to get spirited. What about the jackasses, though, that are going to honk their horn constantly after a joke? Is that like a heckle in a drive-in? No, it doesn't happen. I mean, it's, it's never happened to me, and I'm knock on wood, but, you know, listen, the people that – I'll tell you right now, the people in Columbus that come out to my shows are podcast fans, radio fans, and comedy fans, and they're there for comedy. They're not – like, the, the ticket price is too high for someone to come out and try to ruin the show. People will shut that down quick. It's, you just don't see it. I know that Chappelle had said – that that was going to happen, that he was like, I'll never do a drive and they honk for your jokes. It, it doesn't, I mean, I, it's never happened to me. I've never heard of it. The best is when you get your standing ovation and everyone honks your horn, you're more than welcoming it. But, dude, people are respectful. I think they're appreciative that you're coming out, that you're getting in a tour bus and, and getting out in the country and, and giving them shows. And it's like no one's, no one's at Chappelle's shows. Chappelle's doing great stuff out in, in Yellow Springs. I mean, he's doing like, He's yeah, like, he's really changing the game, and I think it's amazing. But we each do what we can. I can't fly John Stewart out in a private jet and bring him into eighty socially distanced people in a field. I can't yet. do that. Yet, what, what I can do is I can get myself 
and nine dudes in a tour bus and travel across country and do a drive-in movie theater. And I can guarantee you everyone that shows up is, is going to have a good time, be respectful of, every, of everyone's space, and have a blast and get wasted. Hey, Bert, and if, if, you're in a drive, if you're doing a drive-in show and somebody's honking, interrupting you, it'd be just like a bouncer in a club. Tow truck comes over, hooks the guy <laughs> up. They haul him out. <laughs> everyone worst, honks as he's leaving. The worst experience <laughs> I've had is I walked someone in Tulsa, or in Denver, I think it was in, in, in Indianapolis. Okay. I walked a car, and you could see them... <laughs> From the way back, start their car, turn their lights on, back up, drive all, you got to drive all the way in front of the stage, and at the front of the stage, the guy goes, not for me, man, and just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you'd have to turn your lights on to leave. Uh, you know, Bert, you and I are the same age, and we're pushing 50. Are you feeling 50, close to 50? I don't feel it. My wife is turning 50 in August, and she keeps going, I'm turning 50. I'm like, yeah, you are. Shut up. Keep it to yourself. Like, you're the old one, not me. I'm young. Yeah, you went for the older woman. Now, are you when, you know, I don't think we've ever asked you this. You two daughters, have you ever tried for a boy? Are you going for number three? No, that's my second wife. I'll do that with my second wife. <laughs> <laughs> this family's set. Yeah, this family's yes, set. This family yeah. set. Dude, yeah. I've had a moment where I looked at my kids this weekend. I was just done with them. And I was like, I cannot wait for my second family, and I'm going to do it right. And they were like, good luck. We're not going to watch your kids. <laughs> How old are your daughters? Uh, 16 and 14. Woo, so I'm guessing they the do, thick of it. do they leave the bedroom a lot, or are they just to eat meals? They are in their bedrooms yep. nonstop. Nonstop. We've got to get last night... We lured them out of the bedroom to watch Kissing Booth. I don't know if you've heard of Kissing Booth. Ah, yes, and Tall Girl. I've watched all of them with my daughter, yeah. By the way, Kissing Booth is so inappropriate. I mean, they're getting wasted. The girl blacks out drunk, wakes up half naked in a dude's bed. I mean, it's like, I'm not a fan of I have notes about that show. I'll tell you right now. When she took the first shot, I couldn't help it. I just go... She's like, by the way, she's a sophomore in high school, yeah. and she's doing shots, and I go, you're breaking your father's heart. <laughs> you know they have yeah. Kissing Booth 2 out now. Oh, we're watching it tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Good it's, luck with that. My daughter's 12, and it's almost like, Bert, you have to, like, uh, you know, give them stuff to get out. Like, hey, do you want to go shopping for clothes? Hey, do you want to go get some ice cream? You have to give them incentives for, like, leaving their room to, like, even go to the living room. Oh, my daughter's 16 and just has her learner's permit. So my incentive is, hey, do you want to go for a drive? And she's like, great. And I'm like, awesome. I'll drink. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to come out and see you on Friday, August the 14th, man. South Drive. It's on South High Street inside the loop. It's perfect. It's going to be a blast, man. Let me know, and I'll make sure you can come back behind the fence and say hi. So. They keep everything kind of locked off. Do we just go through the South Drive-In for tickets? Yeah, how do we get tickets? Uh, go to BertBertBert.com. BertBertBert.com is the way to get tickets. Okay. Yep. And uh, that's three Berts because four would be ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> yeah, B-E-R-T, 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 and you can get tickets there. And uh, and I can't wait. I can't wait to get back to Ohio. Yeah, I'm going. I already talked to the wife, so I'll get I'll get in touch with your people so I can go. Yeah, they'll, they'll take care of you. I'm going right. to we'll, we'll right. bring my SUV and back it into the spot and then pop the rear oh, and get there in the you back. Go. That's the way uh, to do it. There you go, All Jerry. right, Bert. Thanks, Thanks Bert. buddy. Hey, thank you, guys.